Podcast Network Asia. Hi friends, how are you? I hope that wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this episode, you are in a good place in your life. You are feeling content and grateful with what you have and what you will have and you are excited to learn new things about yourself and a potentially life transforming method so this is um a new type of episode recording where i intend to freestyle and not pause until the end of the episode so bear with me and i'm just sharing from a place of so much excitement and love because this method that i want to share with you has been life transforming for myself and I have not been sharing this on the podcast because first imposter syndrome and then the second is I just feel like it was too challenging or complex for me to share but now I feel I'm in the place where I can comfortably hey share this to everyone and hope to answer questions and do discussions whenever possible because it is time Okay, so maybe if you have followed me on Instagram at Samara Farana, you would notice the cap- the last couple of months that I have been sharing something called human design. And it took me nearly, I guess, almost a year before I was comfortable with sharing it even on Instagram because I used to share about yoga and then journaling and meditation and mindfulness. And human design feels like a completely different territory and it's just like something that needs to be shared bit by bit to build the awareness and now i feel like many of you have done readings with me or just talk to me on instagram comments dms instagram stories and i would love to continue the discussion formally here on my podcast so okay If you don't know what human design is yet, basically it is a system to understand yourself. It's a self-awareness tool and it's a way for you one to I guess validate yourself, um feel like there's a confirmation of your patterns, of your characteristics, but also second, it's a place where we can understand our potential in life and how to live in a way that's more easy because we are following our own energy mechanics. And what I mean by energy mechanics is that a big portion of this world are okay to do the hustle culture and this constantly working and feel pretty good doing it. And another portion of this world are here not to work work, you know, not the nitty-gritty stuff, but are here to guide. You're here to reflect about the sustainability and the feelings of this community they're here to initiate and create impact and lead so i feel that human design has given people a permission slip and i say this not lightly at all when i do readings many people do cry or feel like very teary because suddenly it made sense who they are and they feel like they don't fit in somehow with their environment because of their design and they receive the confirmation that oh 
it's okay to be who I am and to thrive with who I am. So yeah, that is that bit on what is human design. In this podcast, because I can imagine people are listening to it on the way to work or on the way somewhere, I don't know, um, doing your errands and stuff like that. So I'm trying to keep it as light as possible and not geek out on all the different components of human design. And especially this is an introduction episode. I want to share with you the five main types or auras in human design so you can you know really see and figure out whether this is something that resonates a lot to you or not and to do that if you don't have your body graph or human design chart yet i will give a link in the podcast description it's on jovianarchive.com and this is a free website where you can just input your data without giving your email and it will show up as like this picture or a PDF and it will have the type on the top left. Now, I will need to say that human design is very sensitive to your birth information in a way that you need your birth day or date, month and year, uh, country, city, and very specifically the hour and minute. But for what we are going to discuss today, if you are not sure about your hour or minute, that's okay. You can use 12 p.m. But I would strongly suggest you either ask your parents or family or uh, find your birth certificate if they have the birth date or details um, or birth minute. That's what I meant. Uh, And it will be a better way to see the depth of your human design. Okay. There are five types in the human design system. The first type is the manifester, second, generator, third, manifesting generator, fourth, projector, and fifth, reflector. I am a generator and I resonate to it a lot, so I will share about that first. So on the top of my mind, generators are about 37% of the population. It's very important for generators to feel satisfied and this is actually the signature when we're aligned with our design and this feeling of satisfaction is usually achieved when we like to do the things that we are doing in the process and not in the outcome and in the other end we are not living our design when we are feeling frustrated and usually this frustration is because we try to initiate something we're trying to control the outcome or the process or feel we should do things based on our thoughts of what we should do or what other people think we should do rather than what we want to do. So I think this is one of the key learnings as a generator. Uh, The strengths of a generator, basically, we like to do things one at a time and achieve mastery. And that's basically me with my wellness journey, like I share one thing at a time. Um, For example, like yoga is a period, mindfulness and journaling and meditation and now human design. And we also have the energy to work quite sustainably, whether we like to or not. Um, But of course, there is a potential of burnout if we do things we don't like for too long. But that is basically the learnings and the wisdom of a generator to say no 
to the things that we don't want to do or don't feel like oh, so exciting uh, it's not my desire it's not 100% that I want to do um, and start saying yes to the things that we really want because maybe in our life it's conditioned that because we have a lot of energy to do things therefore we're the person who has to do it all the time okay so that's the generator mm, what else I think I mentioned Manifestor first, by memory. <laughs> so Manifestor is amazing. Um, there are not many Manifestors. In the top of my mind, I can't remember how many there are. But basically, I think it was 10% or less or 9%. And for Manifestor, when they're aligned, they feel at peace. And this is inner peace. The sense of inner peace is coming from freedom independence and being able to do the things that we want to do without asking permission and just have like this period of creativity and a period of initiation and leading or delegating and then leaving it for rest or for um, a longer period of resting or hibernating and the interesting thing about Manifestor, as I learned it, it's like the king and queen energy. It's like Cleopatra of her time being the queen and the leader and manifesting things, but also having a bunch of people to do the work for her. And of course, as you can imagine, maybe Cleopatra or other kings and queens don't really have to ask for permission to do things, uh, not pleasing others, not caring much of what other people think. Okay. Disclaimer, I am not a historian, so something that I say about Cleopatra is just my judgment currently of her. Um, but if I'm not correct historically about this, please let me know. But basically, yeah, I'm generalizing those are the king and queens. Um, okay, and if we are not in alignment for Manifestor, the main feeling is anger. Basically, it's when we feel like we have to please other people, uh, we have to ask for permission, we don't please or give uh, ourselves the love we need, but we do things for other people instead, and then feel like no one is hearing us, or we're also burnt out, because the energy for manifester is a come and go kind of thing. You can't expect it to be consistent every day, because there will be a period of initiating the creativity into something and then it's likely there are more periods of rest so i feel like for manifestors they need to understand where is the anger is coming from so you can ask yourself write this down in the notes or any piece of paper when do i feel anger and why and then also when do i feel at peace and why okay so that is two um, type down. What else do we have? We have manifesting generator. So interestingly, Gen MG or many gen is a subtype of a generator. They are around 33% of the population and they have a bit of the combination of that manifester and the generator, meaning when you are aligned with your design, there's a sense of feeling at peace from the manifestor part and satisfied from the generator part. Also, 
um, the not self theme or when you're not aligned, it's a sense of frustration from the generator bit or anger from the manifester bit. So the difference between manifesting generator and generator is usually the MGs are very multi-passionate, want to skip steps, want to do things efficiently, want to be the first in everything. And they have the specialty of initiating compared to generators because they can have this creative insight and input and have the energy to start and kick it off. But usually the many gens don't finish it and that's also okay because maybe you're excited to do something else. And if you try to force to kind of complete things that you don't want to do, maybe it's actually draining more of your energy and creating that frustration and anger. So I feel like for manifesting generators, what I've learned with my clients as well is learning not to or to reduce, to not control the steps and the outcome of your plans of how things should go. Because somehow things for many gens are changing almost very constantly day by day or week by week. And when you're trying to force yourself to stick with your own idea of how things should be, there's a sense of stuckness or disconnection from your body or feeling like you're just so busy but you don't feel fulfilled or good or satisfied with it. So that is briefly about the manifesting generators. Okay, next projectors i actually love the projectors in my life i love all types but specifically projectors because they guide me <laughs> and they do say that generators and projectors make a good pair so projectors are more or less 20 percent of the population when projectors are aligned there's a feeling of success and usually the success is related to well-being but if it's not just ask yourself what does success mean to me okay and if you're not in your success feeling there is a sense of bitterness and it's somehow like cynical or feeling like it's not angry per se it's just like mm, i don't know how to explain it better um please if you know how to explain bitterness better or write down or share like what does bitterness mean to you but usually it's because projectors are working too hard and not appreciated for their efforts or burned out or not being able to get the result or recognition that they desire because projectors are here to be seen to be heard for their wisdom and to guide and to help us to be efficient to manage um, to help show us our talents our uniqueness you projectors can see things from a big picture and you know all of these amazing things so i like to say projectors are like the managers of this world uh, or the team and i guess for the projector one of the challenges is that this conditioning of needing to prove ourselves by working hard is so embedded in our culture and it's actually um not helpful for a projector because the aura of a projector is like a laser it is called um focused and absorbed which means that you're going to attract the people in a certain vibration of course depending on your vibration if you're in a good high vibration you'll attract a laser focus of that vibration but you're not going to attract everyone because you won't have the energy for everyone anyway 
So it's best to, you know, find and not find, actually let your tribe come to you. Okay, so I guess that's about projector. The last one is the reflectors and reflectors are here to reflect the well-being of the community, the places. There are only 1% in this world. So if you are a reflector or you know a reflector, cherish them because they are one in many millions. I don't know, my statistics are off <laughs> right now. And the great feeling about reflectors is that they feel surprised. And the challenge or when they're not aligned is a feeling of disappointment. And this will make sense based on the reflector strategy, which now I realize I didn't mention it for the other four, but maybe that's for another episode. But briefly, the epi- the not the episode, <laughs> the strategy for a reflector is to wait a lunar cycle or to wait around 28 days to make a big committed decisions. For example, like moving to a different city, country, or moving job, or coming into a romantic relationship, or whatever that is. And basically, it takes a while because they can sample, or they can see this decision from many different perspectives. And they do it by talking, by sharing, and reflecting and hearing back what they are saying to all these different people. For example, to your family, to your friends, to your colleague, and the truth of the information will take time to shed like the whole insight and when you wait sometimes there is a sense of ah i'm surprised with how things turn out but also when we don't make a decision as fast or sorry as long so we're making a decisions too fast there's a sense of disappointment because the informations are not all there yet so basically for a reflector, you are here to do that to, you know, be in a different community, sample it, and just share that wisdom, helping other people to understand the, to understand themselves better. And yeah, just reflect the truth and whether this community or place you're at is healthy or toxic and what to change about it if it's toxic. So I have been recording for 18 minutes. I think I'm a bit out of breath <laughs> um, and without pause. So this is the introduction to human design version of the types. There are so many more in depth that I would love to share. And if this is something that's interesting for you, please let me know. Uh, share on the comments, on the DMs, on my Instagram, and we'll make more information and content about human design. And I already have a bunch of stuff on my website samarafarana.com and on my instagram so have a look at that if you're super curious about your chart and want to know immediately what yours mean in depth i provide reading services and there are three based on your budget and need of depth Um, the most basic one covers the type which i've already shared about and a bit more about the chakras and for the premium if you don't know your human design time of birth specifically the premium is still okay it will give you some insight about the context of the astrology bit and if you do know your birth minute i would advise the advanced one because it goes into all the depth and layers that i know so far so it's everything i know about human design is in the advanced version 
And if you're interested to talk about the coaching, because I do offer coaching services to embody your human design, DM me. I have a online Zoom 45-minute complimentary call after you do the reading services. And otherwise, sometimes I do free master classes. So that will be there somewhere on the internet and I will share it. But yeah, thank you so much for listening and allowing me to share about the very first basics of human design. I would love to hear your perspective, what your type is. Send me any information you want. And yeah, have a beautiful rest of your day. Namaste. Pandangan dan opini yang disampaikan oleh kreator podcast, host, dan tamu tidak mencerminkan kebijakan resmi dan bagian dari podcast Network Asia. Setiap konten yang disampaikan mereka di dalam podcast adalah opini mereka sendiri dan tidak bermaksud untuk merugikan agama, grup etnik, perkumpulan, organisasi, perusahaan, perorangan, atau siapapun dan apapun.